We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they fucking did it. That's Bravo. The Free men must fully share. Stop fucking lying. God fucking damn it! I'm getting pissed out. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh, oh, oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, honey, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to <laughs> Deep Fried Conspiracies. If I were to ask you guys, if a creature completely black and or gray, I guess, was standing right in front of you, beat red eyes, about 10 feet tall, 10 to 12 foot wingspan. What would you think? The ghost of Kobe trying to get that helicopter pilot. Wow. That's deep. That's, that's too soon. Is it? That's too soon. Too I soon. mean, I... That's too, way too soon. No one, no one gives me memos on these things. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's too soon. <laughs> so, what is, the, what is this black creature? I, I, think it's, I think it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot? How about our guest today, Dabby? With wings. What do you think? I would say that was the Mothman. The Mothman? So you happen to know about the Mothman of West Virginia? I do happen to know about the Mothman from West Virginia. Now, from, now West Virginia. from you, you're no, I thought you were from Maryland. Mar- oh, don't even. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even. Right. <laughs> don't there's even. Some, there's some, you know, sibling rivalry between you two, apparently. I have no, what it, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> no one told you it's just there oh gotcha i didn't get the memo i got made of fun of by somebody from maryland now i hate the whole entire state clearly <laughs> well welcome to deep fried conspiracies i am your host trent janky i'm jim colby and i'm rob zolson and we are uh, all gathered here today to talk about the mothman of west virginia with our good friend of ours dabby say hello dabby how we doing guys doing well doing well okay so to get down to brass tacks today I want to start off by talking about the first sighting of the Mothman of West Virginia and Chicago. There's there's accounts in both places and around the world. Around the world, actually. Mm-hmm. So the first sighting of the Mothman occurred near a small town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in 1966, on November 12th of that year. Five men in the nearby town of, how do you say that, Cladenian? Is that right? Cladenian? That's that's Clendenin. Clendenin? Are you sure it's not chlamydia? I don't. I, I didn't want to say that. Regardless, we're no, itchy. no, no. Uh, I, I got rid of that. The, the city <laughs> is Clendenin. Clendenin. Wonderful. Uh, they were digging a grave when they reported seeing a man-like shadow figure fly overhead from a nearby tree. Gary, right? That's or during the, the daytime. That was yeah. Well, that was. I, they didn't say it. It was all it said. It was just it was flying overhead from a nearby tree. Any input so far? I mean, well, how, first of all, how do they know it's a moth? It must be at night. You know, moths don't well, go they said the a day. Ma- Come a ma- on they, now. they didn't say ma- they didn't say moth. They said man-like shadow fly overhead. Man-like shadow. Man-like shadow. So, at this fly point, overhead. They're putting this thing in the papers. No, 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 no. Shadow man. Yeah, it's like the Batman. You know, it had a yeah, lot. Of, actually, had a lot of names. Yeah. Actually, the point the Point Pleasant Register. Whenever they were talking about the account, it was that the couple saw a man-sized bird. Okay, man-sized bird. 
well. That's hey, that's more Rick and Morty yeah. uh, proof yeah, right there. Yeah. More Rick and Morty proof. Birdman has been around for two centuries. So the next account, three days later, on November fifteenth, two young couples, Roger and Lisa Scaberry and Stephen Mary Mellet, uh, told police that they were chased in their car by a black figure with a 10-foot wingspan and glowing red eyes. Now, it sounds like... They're racist. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're either racist or this thing Honestly. is on crack. Okay? This thing is on crack. No, no, no. The, look, at the, look at the date, bro. All right? That was what? Uh, November 15th of the same year? Of Crack didn't hit till the 80s. This all right? Is, Ask Dave Chappelle. It could have been something else. It's three days later. They were chewing on opium back then. I just watched. I just watched it this afternoon, and they interviewed Roger and Linda. Mm-hmm. Whoa, and, whoa. and and to this day, or that when they recorded this, which I just saw, they're in their sixties when they recorded it. She still refuses to go on camera because she's so scared. And Roger, well, the thing will find her and just. It's unbelievable what people are worried about. She, and she that, thinks that the Mothman lives in a house and is going to find her. Yes. Oh. Yes, because. Oh. There's a lot of crazy stuff goes on. I just watched this documentary and it was disturbing. Really? Dis- I'm, no, absolutely I'm, disturbing. I'm absolutely disturbing. Whoa, whoa, Dabby, do you have some friends that know these uh, Roger and Linda Scarberries? Or you know, it's, it's not a big Mary state. Millet. I'm assuming these people must be famous by now. Uh, first off, no asshole. Second, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and and just to just to be direct, that was referred to uh, to Robbie directly. Yeah, not, yeah. Not hey, straight I, to yeah. I'm just saying, I heard everybody in West Virginia are cousins, so I'm just. <laughs> And there goes half our listeners. Thanks a lot, dickhead. Well, do we still? Do you Dude. know anything about these people? Debbie? I do not know. Any, I no. do not. I okay. do not know anything about those people in particular. Um, uh, most of the accounts that I have follow after um, the '60s. So I'm assuming you know the, the a couple of Point Pleasant, just November 12th. Now the two couples on 15th. These weren't what made this famous. So well, first th- these were the first people that that. Um, had actually freaked out so bad um, and went to the police and, and the police actually finally took them seriously after hearing about the first sighting. Right, right, right. Or or did it take till they said that a black figure was chasing them in their car? <laughs> uh, no, that does sound extremely racist. It, it does. Fo- but, you know... It followed them all the way into town and people saw it. Yeah. Really? It, yeah, it followed them all the way into town. Uh, on oh, the main street. I just watched a documentary this afternoon. Did the documentary, did the documentary say that it ran or fly, flew? It, it it flew in front of the car and then would come behind and back and forth and swoop down at him. Yeah, it was pretty disturbing. You know, I'm I mean, a, these I'm people to this day are still petrified. I mean, this is no laughing matter when it comes to these guys because they are scared out of their wits to this day. I'm always the one that's trying to like imagine a kid doing all this shit, right? Because I'm trying to do devil's advocate. That's why I'm here. So devil's advocate. Are you really? Some kid has got a glider. He's here for the buffet. And is following them. pay for. In some sort of glider or kite. You know, just some kid in the 60s screwing with them. But following them that many miles. A kid in a glider or kite. Right. Maybe they tied a kite. How heavy do you think a kid is? And how heavy do you think a kite is? No, no, can no. hold a kid. In the documentary, they drove over 90 miles an oh, hour. Oh, see, you can't do that. No. Exactly. 90 miles an hour on a Mr. gravel Devil's road. Mr. Devil's Advocate, trying to use some science here. All right. All right. You got me there. Well, <laughs> I did my research today. Part of what people. they talked about with um, why he was coming after them in the cars is because he was, and, and some of the reason they talk about with the video and she, her not wanting to go on video is because she believes that part of the reason that he is even there is because he brought her out in some way shape or form something about her life brought him out as this omen 
and then he was angry for being released and now is going after uh people in the neighborhood okay so that ties in that ties in perfectly with not perfectly but it counteracts i guess with what i want to bring up next so now where do you think a mothman would live okay in a cave in a cave okay Robs. Well, I need more descriptions on what this black figure would be before it's I can a make black figure with a ten foot wingspan and red eyes. And where for, would he live? Fur or feathers, they say, right? Well, it's a moth, so it'd be more like a whatever a moth has on its wings. Furry. Oh, furry. definitely, definitely some sort of factory or something. It's got to feed on something. Survey says furry. So, what if I told you what I found is that many believe that the Mothman lives in a <laughs> vacant nuclear power plant. That that bring up suspicion at all? Well, okay, it's sixty six. Well, power plants are vacant by sixty six. It wasn't a power plant. No, I did my research. Nuclear power plant? Yep. No. No. Nope. What was it, Dab? Uh, the vacant uh, area at that point was a, and a, uh, it was a old base that they used for uh, top weaponry. secret government government for testing nuclear weapons. No. What? No. no. You're wrong. Let, let Dab tell you. Yeah, it was it was not a nuclear site. Although there are nuclear sites around, they believe in where they believe him to live. If you are assuming that his home point is in Point Pleasant and not that he was just there on vacation, because who the hell doesn't want to go to Point Pleasant on vacation? I'm coming. Um, <clears throat> their <laughs> their their whole viewpoint on this was there was a government. Um, it wasn't government. It was a weaponry. Um, stock yes. for the military. They made which, munitions. I mean, it's government, but so made it's, munitions. Yep. They made huge munitions for for the. So it's government. not it's not anything to do with nuclearization at all. It's just weapons. Period. Yeah, but like, at, but there's nuclear power at, around. There is nuclear power around, and the testing would not have been. They would not have. While it is still off limits to even be able to view the uh, munitions plant down there, it is not nuclear would not make sense with as many nuclear power plants as around um down the road in huntington they had one um and there there's the testing would have been done elsewhere all all nuclear testing would have been done off out of point pleasant i feel like this is the beginning plot to the movie the fly like we need jeff goldblum in here to say how his uncle got caught up with all this the fly the fly absolutely the fly. No. No, but when I when I watched this afternoon before I came over because I did my homework, this was a munitions plant, and they took all the byproducts from the munitions and they dumped it in the Ohio River. And what's the other river right next to to you guys, Deb? Uh, the Ohio River would be right off of that, and then it would have been the there's a second river. I want to say Guyana. No, the, that is Huntington area off the nuclear plant. But anyway, Ooh. to this day, the EPA um, talks about this being one of the the worst places in america for the amount of waste in the water and they still do not have it cleaned up to this day and i will i will have a point to make about that i'm sure later okay we can get to that later so now dabby you have a special attachment to what i'm about to bring up next does anybody remember the what is it silver bridge well, Silver Silver City. Silver I am City not familiar with any of this, so let, let's go with like what the documented facts are, and then let's get Dabby's real account. So, uh, Dabby, do you want to tell about the bridge collapse at all? Um, why don't we go with with your uh, take on the facts, and then I will add a little to the back end of that. Well, I have after I have. after the bridge collapse, the wreckage pointed to a cause 
of the collapse being a failure in a single eye bar in the suspension chain uh, due to a small defection of 0.1 inches or 2.2 millimeters for everybody that doesn't, you know, talk about inches. Our Canadian friends. Exactly. So it was just that deep of a little nick that caused the entire bridge to collapse. Um, Analysis also showed that bridges were carrying uh, much heavier loads than it had originally been designed for uh, and had been poorly maintained. So let's go a little bit uh, back. The Silver Bridge is a suspension bridge that was built in 1928, named for the color of its aluminum paint. Because, you know, why not? We can't do lead paint on public bridges. Aluminum seems to be the next best thing. So on December 15, 1967, the bridge collapsed under the weight of rush hour traffic, quote unquote, resulting in the death of 46 documented uh, people. Two victims were never found. Investigation of the wreckage pointed to the cause of collapse being the failure of a single eye bar, like you said, and there even is now a famous silver memorial bridge that was completed in 1969, and I believe, Dabby can confirm this, is still around today. I drove over it three days ago. Interesting. And an interesting fact, too, about the eye bolt that, that went, it was eye bolt number 13. Ooh. Ooh. Eyebolt Unlucky number 13. number 13. So, yes. Dabby, please give us more details than just what Wikipedia and other sources can provide. So on the Silver City Bridge, um, back in, you know, travel and, and cars, they're looking at about 4,000 cars that drove across that bridge on a day-in, day-out basis. And this, um, was, this was 1967 in December. In 1967. So um, you're looking at about 4,000 cars that go across that every day. 60, I believe it was 64. I think they said 64, but actual accounts on that were 75 cars and trucks were on it because they were not including people who were on the other side of the bridge who were able to get off the bridge right before it gave it gave way. So 75 cars, and we're talking a bridge that it gaps roughly four football fields across the uh across the Ohio River. So that was a lot of cars in that time to be able to be on that bridge. Yeah, more than more than it was designed for back then. Absolutely. Day. It was probably designed yeah. for a bunch of, you know, horse and buggies. Well, going to the design <laughs> loads. Across it and horse and got a, got a rush hour. Right, going, going to the design it. loads on the bridge, they said a typical family automobile was the Model T when it was built, which is the weight of 1,500 pounds at max. Permitted the truck weight was only about 20,000 pounds, nine tons. By contrast, at the time of collapse, the average vehicle went from the 1,500 pounds to 4,000, and the large truck limit was 60,000 pounds, 27 tons. So bumper-to-bumper traffic jams on the bridge were much more common several times a day, five times each week, thus causing more stress on the elements. And on top of that, even more so than the extra stress and even when they started building the bridge, I think it was American Bridge Company that won the bid for that project. And instead of using I-bars, or they used I-bars instead of cables and steel wire, which is, you know, what your Brooklyn Bridge, Golden Gate Bridge, things like that, you know, were built around the same-ish time, um, would have been constructed out of. So they won it. They won the bid for the project because they settled on a cheaper method of, of uh, materials. Of course. Sounds cheaper, like West Cheaper Virginia. materials. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what happens, you know, later on when it breaks again. And and so the bridge collapsed in, in December 15th of 1967. And the Mothman had made his first appearance in 1966. And so for... 13 months approximately, people had been seeing Mothman in the area with over 100 people 
who have who came forward to talk about this to the authorities. Uh, meanwhile, there was uh, somebody locally there who was doing some investigating reporting about Mothman and whatnot. And at the same time that Mothman showed up, which 13 months before this, they're saying that Mothman will come and kind of as a precursor to disaster. And while he was there this whole time, there's also a huge amount of UFO sightings at this time, which there hadn't been at any other time. And then um, people that were coming forward as witnesses then were uh, met by men in black and they, they, they never identified what branch of government they're from. And they were told people to shut their mouth. And they were out there trying to tell people not to talk about this stuff. Do they have like little flashy pens that cleared your mind? I wish I had a flashy pen to clear my mind about this podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nuts. Well, I have a picture here uh, from 11-13 of 03. I don't know if this confirms or denies anything for you guys, but I don't know if you can see it. We'll make sure to get those in the uh, show notes below. We'll have this uh, right in the links. So what you can see in this picture on this bridge... A nice solid black figure that looks like it has points, like bat wings almost. I agree. But it's clinging on to the side of the bridge. What's your takes? It kind of looks like that like X-Men style gargoyle cartoon. Like the, the wings in the back, nice and tight, upkept. And this is 2003. This mm-hmm. picture was taken. Yep, this picture is in 2003. 11, 13 of 03. And Mothman was seen under the bridge three days before the bridge collapse with... Uh, and there was also some government agents underneath the bridge three days before the collapse, too, when Mothman was seen. Do you think Mothman made that nick in the bridge that caused the collapse? If he said under the bridge, maybe he swooped up. The, you know, it was point oh one, or sorry, point one inches deep. Yeah. That's all it took I, to I, crush it. Well, Dabby, how does this affect you? So I actually had family who drove across that bridge on the day that it uh, collapsed and they were driving across and they were the reason I made the distinction between 64 and 75 was because they were on the bridge and had just got across as it was cracking. Um, As it's been told through my family, the concrete was cracking and they had just jumped over the the uh, cracking concrete and had just got over and back onto the road and then pulled off the road as they were they were waiting for everything. And what year was that? That was during the collapse. The collapse in, in 67. 67. Interesting. So anybody in your family hurt then, or were they just on the bridge when it happened and got? Uh, they were on. They were on the bridge whenever it happened. So nobody, no, everybody's okay though, right? Nobody. Every, everyone was okay. Yeah. As as That's the story was told. Yes. Yeah, the, the people I saw interviewed this afternoon talked about how it shook and groaned. And the one gal said that she thought maybe a tugboat or a something had hit the bottom of the bridge and stuff. And the gal that they're interviewing, they showed her interview from 67 and then back a few years ago. And uh, she was able to back up off the bridge and the bridge collapsed about a car length in front of her. Jesus. And so she was, have, that was, she was a pretty amazing uh, witness at that point. Now... If you go back, when it says uh, 46 people died and two bodies were never found, mm-hmm. the bodies just sink and gone? Well, you know, mm. why, would, why would two bodies just disappear? You know, okay, even, so, even if they're dead, they still float back up. So going back to talking about dropping all the munitions and everything in the Ohio River, that wasn't the only thing happening in the Ohio River at that time. Waste in the Ohio River was huge and some of it being nuclear waste. Um, so it was a nuclear so, power plant. I was right. No, I was a hundred percent right. Up, 
upstream was a nuclear power plant. Downstream was a nuclear power plant. (laughs) Settle down, Trent. But Point Point Pleasant itself was not a nuclear power plant. Gotcha. So whenever they were building the new bridge um, that you talked about, whenever it was coming across, they were building that bridge. They had to have underwater welders go down to build the bridge. When they were under the bridge, building the new bridge, they went down, came back up roughly 45 minutes later, and then that company would not send their divers down there ever again. Well, we come to find out there, there were catfish down there bigger than their body and the underwater welders who know the inherent risk that comes with underwater welding. One of the most dangerous jobs that you can have were afraid of a fish. Well, here's the thing. As far as underwater welding is concerned, I mean, I took welding. I went to college for it. As far as underwater welding is concerned about being very dangerous, the only thing that keeps you alive are your gloves. I mean, yeah, bodysuit and everything too, but the gloves, only thing that keeps you from touching the metal and striking the arc, one that keeps you alive underwater, because that's electricity and water, Mr. Fish People. Blub, blub. So what are the effects so, on, on nuclear waste and, and the fish growth, Mr. Fish so, People? <laughs> super growth hormone makes your beef delicious. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so state record catfish was caught right below Point Pleasant. Um we have all-time highs in, in catfish up here, and we should not have the growth that any, anywhere else has, and that's in 20, 2020. So it's completely plausible to think that a catfish was the size of a car. Holy crap. Yeah, you know, if you, you watch the stuff on TV and you see some catfish that got mulls, and they talk about, about Aborigine people getting taken down all the time out in the Amazon. So it's not, it's not beyond a, a thought that, that a catfish could eat a person as it floats down the river pretty easy well, that makes sense why there'd be two two bodies you know never recovered dead, dead food's dead food <laughs> that's right <laughs> so what if your food has a shoe on it spit it out <laughs> so going back to uh when jimmy was talking about the mothman being a bad omen of sorts now other conspiracy theorists want to link the mothman to chernobyl when the, uh, when the reactors melt down, just cause a big explosion. Yep, they'd seen Mothman for months. Mm-hmm. Or even 9-11. Did not hear about 9-11. I heard about Mexico during a large uh, earthquake. Mm-hmm. But never heard about 9-11. What's going on with 9-11? You don't know? No, that's all it said. That's all well, it I said. Mean, everybody's like, oh, these towers, and how could that tower Quiet. happen within a couple minutes? And every conspiracy theory is like, well, guess what? It was Mothman. Exactly. You could easily say, oh, look, a natural disaster happened. Mothman. Oh, look, there's a bird flying over. That's a Mothman. It's a yeah. radioactive hitman by the government, and it was paid to, to take care of its own government problems. I hope Bigfoot gets you in your sleep tonight, Robs. Well, he sleeps in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Call me. He's got to come in through the door. All right. So, Dabby, I have a few questions for you. A few more questions for you, I should say. Okay. What is this Mothman Festival that I have looked at a little bit? The Mothman Festival is a fantastic event. Usually, it runs in September. This year, they they held off on everything. They just did some festivities at the museum. Screw you, COVID. Um, <clears throat> absolutely. So, uh, Mothman Festival. There's gonna be, there's parades. There's um, tributes. There is. Think of it as an old timey festival where you have a lot of people sitting around telling stories. It's very folksy. 
And the, and the city also has a museum to Mothman, correct? And a statue. Yes. Honestly, I went there to visit you, Debbie, and it was a bit of an obsession. I had no clue about the Mothman before, and you were telling me all these uh, different crazy stories about how people have to correct you, people get offended if you like make fun of the Mothman, and how oh, it's absolutely. way above and beyond. It's like almost, what, the state mascot? I mean, I wouldn't call it the state mascot, but in this area, in particular this area, it's not thought of as a... Like the Mothman did not cause the Silver City Bridge collapse, as you kind of pointed out there, Trent, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's he's thought of as a bad omen, as as a positive sign, a, as warning people, as you know, you're not seeing reports of people dying, you're not seeing reports of that. All the deaths are caused by outside um issues. The only thing that they want to talk about when it comes to him not being an omen, the other part there would be that going back to all the ufo sightings um ufo sightings spike around the time before a major disaster including the mothman and the thought there being with these uh men in black coming in is that he was a alien like government agent so kind of what robbie was saying it's it's a thing where he's just kind of bought out you know hired like a hitman where it's like here this is gonna happen Show up, leave, and then the thing's going to happen. Maybe he's like yep. an adventure suit, like the the Falcon in the Avengers. They put on like this black form. They <laughs> with fly a, with around. A, with and... a red helmet on, two big red freaking right. blood eyes, blood red eyes. They f*** up bridges and, you know, scare, uh, scare the West Virginians. And the people of Chicago. Right. And the people around the world. Because apparently there's accounts all around the world. Well, I mean, that's just that's just his precise, you know. Yeah. His, yeah. his image precedes himself to the rest because they have to have, you know, some sort of hype. So he's got a good PR team is what I'm saying. So you're saying saying this is Doomsville hype man. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. He's a hype man for, <laughs> exactly. for Doom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, but but it's, it's taken very, very seriously down there. I mean, like up here in Minnesota, we talk about Bigfoot and it's kind of like Bigfoot, ha, ha, ha. They talk about Mothman down there and they're dead serious. It's not taken yeah, absolutely. Lightly. It's not taken lightly at all. And the, no. peop- the people that I've seen interviewed to this day are still frightened beyond imagination. Now, Dabby, do you believe with all these accounts that are going around, you know, there was a, quite a few of them and now, you know, there's just so many accounts. Do you believe that there is more than one Mothman? I believe there's a, a lot of ways that you could take that. When it comes to one Mothman, I don't believe that it is one being. You think there's and, multiple Mothmen, you know, flying around like, all right, this one's going to go here. This one's going to go here. This disaster happens. This disaster happens. I don't believe it to be a... I don't believe it to be a group of synchronized Mothmen that, that travel around for these bad omens. But I do believe everyone has their own version of the Mothman. I just giggled because I just imagined, like, imagine like a boy band. It's just all Mothmen. <laughs> just all <laughs> they're, they're all the bad guys. Mothman's like back. back. All right. Oh, I gotta find that song. God dang it. <laughs> God, you guys. So we believe, so we believe that there are, you got, you believe that there are more than one moth man there's a couple I believe, moth men. There, I believe that there are there is more than one moth man i believe that it is moth men or women you know who saw the penis hanging off of it i have no idea <laughs> jimmy <laughs> you should be the expert on fondling shit like that no i'm not the expert on fondling <laughs> shit like that well you said you watched some online videos about the moth man that's what we assume <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> it was a three-parter, and I did my How homework. do we know the Mothman is a man? Search. I'm just saying. <laughs> Said silence after that. 
Just dead silence. <laughs> dead silence. We're losing our audience. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Another question, Debbie. I, I read somewhere that there was a petition going around to remove Confederate Army statues and put up the Mothman. Replace them? Yes. Well, I mean, we heard about all those replacements with tearing down the statues. I mean, right. Have but something. Are, they, are, are they just putting up Mothman statues well, like, oh, history? No, Mothman. Yes. <laughs> well, let's be realistic. We also have the same governor who was elected as a Democrat and went, oh, wow. Let's be a Republican now that Trump's in office. So is it really <laughs> that far-fetched to go? Let's talk oh, politics. No. Let's talk. Yeah. We're not a politics. Yeah. <laughs> we're not I, a politics I, podcast. I have no idea. You know, if we're going to replace Confederate statues at that point, why not replace them with the Mothman? I think that's more of a area joke as it is to be um, for real. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. So we're, we're, we're replacing them up here in Minnesota with, with uh, Prince. <laughs> Prince. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently there are two ways. Unless you know you can, you want to find the Mothman. I don't. I do not want to find a Mothman. Well, you never know. You may want to see him. You, he'll probably find you. Is the thing. He'll be staring at you while you sleep in your window, just watching you do your thing. Okay, I, I can get behind that is, more. But we're gonna. The Mothman is a peeping tom rather than a natural disaster predictor. <laughs> like I could get behind that. He's just creepy. He just wants to see what's going on in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you doing just... in there, little boy? That's why it took Pee Wee Herman so long <laughs> to get caught. Herman. He was dressing up as Mothman. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. If that's the Pee Wee Herman thing, then they let people in costumes in movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Side note: You want to know something really weird? Yes. Oh God. We were in Florida. Really? My buddy that was Mark, weird. And, and we stopped by the theater where Pee Wee Herman got busted doing his thing. And I got my picture in front of that adult movie theater. <laughs> For those that don't know, Pee Wee Herman got caught playing with himself in a movie theater. And that's where his career went down the toilet. Not because he was already creepy, because yeah. because now he put it in stone. Yes. I, know, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> All right. Anyway, don't ask for extra butter. Back to finding you can find the Mothman many different ways, but two main ones. If you want to see the statue of the Mothman, you can travel all the way to 201 4th Street, a Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Is that right, Debbie? You can. I will say, though, if you are going to take a photo with the Mothman whenever you go, do not put a cigar in his mouth. Facebook will take it down. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you have a uh, history with that. Uh, I do. Um, had a Facebook post where I went up and we were hanging around Point Pleasant. Um, my mom worked in Point Pleasant. She was two blocks, worked two blocks away from the statue. Um, so me and my dad were just hanging out, waiting on her to get off one day. We were uh, smoking some cigars right there on the river and uh, took him up, went to go see the statue. And we put a cigar in each one of his hands and one in his mouth and uh, talk about taking it serious. And people reported it from Point Plus because, you know, they don't take it uh, very kindly to joking about the Mothman. <laughs> so Facebook removed my post. Ouch. You know, well, I thank God you put a cigar in, in his hand and not something else. I've heard a social media. Like you and your dad stand side by side. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh my With God. Your sting. <laughs> You know, I've heard of political posts. I've heard of all this stuff getting put, taken on social media. But that, I mean, even Jimmy and I's photo at SeaWorld of us getting blown by Shamu didn't get taken down. Now, here's the thing. Wouldn't that be considered like a form of art? 
Well, you can go up to any wall and duct tape a banana to it, and it sells for $6.3 billion, but you can't put a cigar in a statue? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest in a banana thing, apparently. <laughs> no shit. It's a rotten banana. Oh, right. I had that. <laughs> anyway. Essentially, you're, you're shitting on somebody's belief at that point. Oh, okay. We don't want to do that here. We don't want to do that here. If that's the case, <laughs> more people, people disappear in West Virginia for l- l- less than that. <laughs> less. More people believe in the Mothman than they believe in Shamu. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. Something fictional versus something that's actually tangible. Hey, Shamu's fictional. Oh, Mothman's Shamu's got 46 people in Ohio. Shamu's only got three or four. Right. Oh, got it. I got it. Well, if you also want to, you know, find the Mothman in a game, you can play Fallout 76. Right, Debbie? Nobody plays Fallout 76 anymore. Nobody played Fallout 76 when it came out. Yeah, Fallout 76 <laughs> is like, if, for those that don't know, like, I'm a big nerd. That was the really? Big, we, we know you you're a big don't nerd. Say. That was the biggest dumpster <laughs> fire a video game has ever offered that I can think of. I was so ready for 76. We're, we, we, were, we were having parties and stuff. Everybody got it. We pre-ordered it. We're like, oh, it's going to have the Greenbrier, and it's all the map is West Virginia. What it's, what's it going to look like? Two hours in, we all just pissed and drunk. And Bethesda shit the bed. And you went to yep. volume 69. <laughs> oh, God. Fall up 69. Fall up 69. Now, I also want to try this. There is a Silver Bridge Coffee Company. And they make Mothman Blend Dark Roast Coffee. With oh, that did not get taken down from Facebook. Yeah. What? Mothman br- Blend? That's making, Mothman Brand? Making money off an icon, man. Well, so is the statue. You, you're literally going there for touristing. I feel like that's like a public statue. Like, no one's making money off of that. This is also a public company that you can buy stuff from. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even know how to explain how that's different. <laughs> I have a headache. Can I go you, home? You have a headache. Dabby, help us, right? You That was just the one intro. There has to be other things that you've experienced or heard about. I want to hear your stories on the Mothman. Have you been tickled by the Mothman? If not, what stories do you have? You've been watched while you slept by the Mothman? I, I have not been tickled by the Mothman. Um, the closest I got to seeing the Mothman was after watching the Mothman Prophecies, which is a movie um, done, I believe it was 2002. By Richard Gere. Um, yes. So um, it mixed reviews on the back end of that um, about how they depicted the Mothman. Um, my parents, who I mean, they grew up around Point Pleasant. They knew, you know, all the Mothman. Um, but they're along my lines with uh, let's laugh and joke and have a good time about it. We haven't seen it, so we haven't, you know, been brought up to the spaceship and butt f- yet. So they went. <laughs> I think it's considered anal probed, but. Yeah. Well, I, I prefer Dabby's version. Yeah, I of mean, course you I'm do. Sorry. Anally, Why wouldn't you? Anally, anally probed again and again. Gently. <laughs> no, they. Uh, so they went outside. Um, my dad had a costume that I don't really want to know where he got it from. Oh and I no! Stop picturing that at this point. But it was a winged, feathered, and um, you know the black Victoria's Secret wings. Oh my wear? god! Oh god! So sexy. Runway. So sexy. Oh, it's the not wings? when your dad's wearing it, standing outside of the window, beating on the window as you're watching Mothman Prophecy. <laughs> as a seven-year-old, you will shit yourself at least twice. First you say it, then you do it. Shit. That is the best thing ever. Like, create this crazy story, haunt kids with it, tell it on Halloween, and then your dad in a Victoria's Secret lingerie outfit outside your window with some, like, red dots on his head. I would shit my pants, too. I have no well, idea. Well, you shit your pants for any occasion. Literally, any occasion. 
I just picture your dad out there standing there, and in the back of my head, I keep hearing that song that by uh, Right Said Fred. You know, I'm too sexy for my wings, <laughs> too sexy for my. And your dad just strutting his ass and swinging it, and you guys go. Most mid-American families dress up like Santa Claus to bring their kids presents. West your Virginia. dad just wanted you to <laughs> shit your pants. West Virginians wear freaking Mothman, Mothman costumes too <laughs> for Christmas. Be like, here, little boy, <laughs> you want a present? <laughs> Bad omen takes off. That is so and we're right back into the Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> back into the. Pee-wee. All right. So, did it affect yeah. any other your other family? Clearly, you said your your family was on the bridge that day. But I, I, is there any other stories I've heard of? Uh, you know, maybe some accidents happening through West Virginia. I did some research on this in the past, and you've told me a couple other stories. Yeah. So there's some things that I won't get into, but we had a tragedy that happened in the family at one point. Um, kind of dirty laundry. I don't want to air out all over the place, but we'll, we'll speak of it as a tragedy. Um, my grand, my great grandmother, who was a part of that tragedy spoke that she saw the Mothman right before it happened. Um, the one thing that I will bring up about it is four people were killed that day. Um, so my grandmother did get to, uh, said that it did happen. My, my great grandmother was a firm believer in the Mothman and him as an omen. Um, and all of our family following my great grandmother did believe that, um, as an omen. My grandmother was a great grandmother was a very straight shooter and, you know, she hadn't got dementia yet. So. You know, I, I feel inclined to believe her in that situation. So do your grandmother, yeah. your, your great grandmother, she survived that? Yes, she did. She was the only one to survive that. So did she apparently talked about the Mothman at that point. Um, did she have the, the documentary I saw today? Everybody had reoccurring nightmares and all kinds of strange problems mentally. Now, hold on. After that. Now, here's the thing. After seeing something terrifying and living through some kind of a disaster, I feel like you would just psychologically have nightmares regardless. Not just because you saw the Mothman. Oh, oh now I'm having bad well, dreams. The, these people that, that, that had all these problems that also could see into the future about other events that were coming forward. Well, this also was the, 1960s, right? I mean, I, I was at in person for the Las Vegas shootings that happened a couple of years ago, right? And... Then they're like, oh, let's do therapists. Let's do uh, anybody that wants, you know, community psychological help for the next year and a half after that. The 60s are like, well, you're alive, right? Well, glad you're employed. We're not going to yeah. do like I do know therapy that, sessions. I do know that afterwards she would not raise chickens after that. They had a huge what? chicken farm. What, what, what is she got rid of all her chickens. Just because it's a bird and she wanted nothing to do with anything that had feathers? <laughs> I guess I, that that is that was what was told to me is she did not want to do well, anything with like that. A, like a she PTSD would not have a bird thing? in her house, would not anything. Like a PTSD thing where it's like, all right, I see this. I can no longer have this anywhere near me. Right. Like if somebody gets a car accident that got smashed on the right-hand side, they can only turn left or something like that. Yeah, there's people, you know, I mean, everybody's brain deals with it differently. Was there any other things uh I mean, think like about that? it. How awful would it be going to KFC and having non-flashbacks? What? 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 Chicken. What is, what is the only chicken. flashback I get from KFC is in the We're bathroom. We're talking feathers, okay? Right, but she got rid of all the chickens. So anytime you go to KFC, where you smell and see chickens, I, I feel like that's a bit different because her having live chickens. Oh, okay. And then her having going to KFC to having dead chickens, one with feathers, hopefully one without feathers. All right, you, you have a point. I love how I love how they're getting so far, much further into this. So, so and back to my back back to my serious question. <laughs> Were there other things that, that came up with her beyond uh, that? No, 
Not that I'm aware of at that point. Yeah. Nothing that I'm aware of. But my my mother worked for a um, in-home nursing for three counties in West Virginia, and they were stationed two blocks off of where the the, uh, statue is. And so when you're dealing with in-home health care, you're dealing with a lot of elderly people who lived and grew up in the area. My mother takes it a lot more serious than my dad does. So going through and listening to some of the stories and things that are brought up and, you know, you're going to bring, you're going to bring things up when you're older that are important to you that show a, you know, had a, a big, strong grip on, on who you are as a person. And I have yet to go to Point Pleasant and speak to someone who lived in that area at that time and not heard a story about the Mothman. Now, do you think that the statue of the Mothman is kind of like a homing beacon for the Mothman slash men? You know what I mean? Not at all. This is a that that's completely a tourist. Hey, we're Point Pleasant. We have nothing else. How else are we going to make money? Let's put up a Mothman statue and have a museum and let's sell our brand of coffee. So, have you ever gone into the museum and taken a look around? And yeah, they do, that coffee? they do coffee. I feel like that's it's a rhetorical question. Have you, got, have you gone to a museum that you live right next to that yes. deals with something that you have very much knowledge in? I mean, to be fair, what, what I'm I asking haven't about gone to local museums here. What, what's Is there anything really cool in there? I just went to the Judy Garland Museum over in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and saw all the stuff from the Wizard of Oz. Dumbass. So, is that why they call you Tin Man? <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Maybe Sheet Metal Cock? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, do they have anything? Do they have any pictures in there or any memorabilia i mean what do they what do they have in the museum maybe like feathers even uh no so in the mothman museum the depiction of the mothman through the statue versus the mothman that they have hanging in the museum two completely totally different things the one that hangs in the museum looks like a spacesuit a gray spacesuit with a big red bug eyes and then somebody you know taped on some fabric onto the back of the wings um it's very low budget we'll put it that way but it's it's filled full of newspapers and clippings and photos and if you see it online the museum has the actual copy of it in the museum um it's very highly supported and everyone gives their collections to the museum to be able to have i mean personally we have a safe that has newspaper clippings and uh things that my my uh, grandmother has, has kept over the years and so being being from that area this this stuff is very near and i don't say to your heart but this is something you take seriously and and uh you want to collect my mom still had the uh, front page of the fargo form when jfk was shot back in 1960 whatever that was and stuff and so yeah, i understand why people get very interested in, in their local folklore and whatnot i told you just recently that I, I was over to the uh, Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, and you're talking about low-budget dab. So from the Wizard of Oz, um, I don't know if you remember the scene from the Wizard of Oz when the uh, the Tin Man and the Pussycat and whatever the other one was. The Lion and the Scarecrow. There we go, where the three of them jumped the guards at, at and then they went into the castle. Those great big... Um, poles that they had with that looked like uh they had hatchets on them they had several of those poles on display and they those were all made out of plywood hmm. talk about low budget yeah, you yeah. Know, just, so it's more of an it's more of a tourist attraction right than actual you know Historical. hard evidence correct and you have to you have to look at it too i mean they they have 
clothing there from people who were apparently on the bridge that day. They have articles from, you know, from families that have handed these items down. So at the end of the day, what's true, what's not, where does it lie? Is that jacket that hangs back there really from that? Or is it Uncle Joe Bob who wanted to seem important from Point Pleasant? Who knows? Correct. So yeah, it's just very interesting. When we went to the Judy Garland Museum, they, they had her 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 lipstick and her, and her box of Kleenex and, and things that she that were found in her home after she died. And you know, and people just take a weird attraction to that, wanting to see personal effects of, of of that. So I totally get where that's coming from. I mean, you go to Elvis to Graceland, or you go to go see Prince Paisley Park, you get to see the actual parts of history, and that becomes very interesting to a lot of people. So as far as like memorabilia, I mean, we're not going to find, you know, people talk about Sasquatch. Oh, I found Sasquatch hair. And right. they have like, you know, people say it's authentic. It's not authentic. They have people that can ID the Sasquatch. Wasn't there a person that like stuffed a gorilla suit full of yeah, rotting see, meat and yeah. told, brought it to some specialist? Like, yeah, this is a real thing. And they found out it was a gorilla suit with stuffed rotting meat. Yeah, it's just a, just a big crock of shit. So as far as like memorabilia, I hope there isn't a ton. But, you know, it's still fun to keep the folklore going. But some of the other stuff that's like really almost unexplainable is the Devil's Tea Tables. Do you have background on that for us, Dabby? The Devil's Tea Tables? Devil's Tea Tables in West Virginia. Apparently, what I'm seeing here is they're stating that these rock formations located around West Virginia um, are geographic home of all kinds of unusual rocks formating these like small towers with flat stones on top that nothing natural could have done these, and they're so heavy, there's nothing without machinery to make these. They've been sitting around for quite a long time, and they said that there's, you know, of course, it explains that the Mothman did these things. So kind of like Stonehenge? Yeah, it's like mini Stonehenge, but just like littered across West Virginia for some reason. Yeah, I think we're getting a little too far-fetched when we're talking about like the devil's tea tables. I've, I've seen them and know, you know, from the areas and, and what they are now actually looking at them. Um, Debunked. I haven't heard that, Debunked, but... Yeah. I would be I, I would be shocked. I've you know as much as I've been around Point Pleasant, those have never been brought up to me. I think that's more of a more of an online uh, um, as we've progressed through social media and and have more access to these to the information that we might have misconstrued that a little bit. So there's also writings and again i'm just trying to like find any like connection connection past the you know the 66 hold on origination of this stuff right just to see if like some sort of like folklore going back further are you talking about the newest one? No, I'm, I'm going back further. I'm not newest further. one, right? Oh, okay. So they've also found like hieroglyphs from the Native Americans talking about what they describe as a translation as a thunderbird. It's a large black bird-like creature that haunted and terrorized the Native Americans happening to be throughout the West Virginia and Appalachian areas. Then they actually depicted drawings of this that they can date back to 17 and 1600s and even what they call uh, a controversy of the 19 or excuse me 1890 uh, old time photograph of having one of these uh, birds nailed to a wall which went missing apparently so you know just more spooky lore in the background. a lot a lot of people you know compare mothman to the thunderbirds from american native culture and uh, i would be more apt to believe the connection there with the thunderbird just simply because of the roots here in the area how many Indian burial grounds we have in the area, I would be a lot more apt to uh, to believe that as you know the Mothman is is creating special rocks that we've decided in 2020 that that was uh, 
that was caused by the Mothman. As as we have, as we figured out by the Silver City Bridge, I feel like he has a lot more to do than uh, than sit around and carve rock. Yeah, <laughs> sit around and carve rock. So so Trent, you said that there's something fairly so, new. There was something uh, a new case that just came out on September 24th of this year. Uh, it doesn't give a name, but it says a woman uh, saw a seven foot tall with red eyed creature after leaving her work at the United States Postal Service in Chicago. Multiple people. O'Hara International Airport. Oh, oh sorry, yeah. O'Hare International Airport. That's around just, 11 p.m. That's just angry soccer moms pissed off because their uh, you know votes aren't going through. <laughs> the mail they, they dress themselves up. In Victoria's Secret wings. Right. Yeah, Victoria's Hang out by the airport. Small beer belly, <laughs> scaring their kids. Put on like stilts or whatever so they stand seven feet tall. Karen, Karen, come here. Do you see this shit? You see this shit? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, wow. A couple, a couple of the other, like, loosely, and I, I mean, this is. <laughs> We've already talked loosely. <laughs> this is real loose on the information. There's a bunch of depictions of pictures that people have been going through time that they have um, Civil War photos of military people finding pterodactyl-like creatures that are big, black, wingspan with some attached uh, feathers that they've downed and taken photos of uh, for Civil War military photos that got released. Well, they harpoon it? They downed it? They harpoon it? No, like it was in a tree and someone shot it. Oh. Yeah, like that, that type of conversation. No, it's just their whatever musket rifle they had in the oh, Civil War. Okay. Got it. Right. Yeah, Moby Dick. Well, hey. Fucking pay attention. I'm no, they... you in your blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my blowhole, buddy. <laughs> So regardless, I, I have no more omens, but is there any like history past 66 that you've ever heard of or people like talk about? Like, Are uh, people still seeing Mothman in the area? There are grumblings of Mothman in the area. Um, and this has started to relate to 2020, um, but this starts getting into biblical references. So um, we're talking revelations. The, yeah. So some of the belief to do with this at this point has turned into um the bad omen being the rapture in the coming um and the mothman is has been appearing uh very frequently and so there's been sightings of mothman in the area but just kind of under the down low Nobody's really- uh, everything at this point has been one one person accounts or it's you know whatever whacked out church in the middle of west virginia <laughs> You know, multiple groups. Of, <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, West Virginia's got them just like Florida does. Oh, 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 oh. shots fired. <laughs> that wasn't even on the bow. So, that was right at it. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's also, talk, I mean, people are thinking it's a bad omen towards the rapture 2020, the way everything's coming. Um and the Mothman is getting brought in. So wait, did that. we? Up, I, I, I would put money on totally it. Totally <laughs> did we but. see any? I wonder if there's a report somewhere about anybody seeing a Mothman flying over the ocean when the coronavirus came over from China. From China? No, China. 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 Come on, China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I got no more questions. I think that this Mothman thing is we beat Mothman to a pulp. so so to other end, than to end this other than. Paul Walker was killed by Mothman. Ooh, I don't know if there's an omen. <laughs> there might have been an omen. There might have been an omen. We don't know yet. So was end, Mothman yeah, yeah. driving the drone? The Mothman. <laughs> no, the Mothman he was the missile. In the tree when he hit. <laughs> yeah, Mothman oh. was in the tree. So to end this, I want to ask you: Do you think, Robs, that it's real? 
Oh, God. I didn't know we're trying to be that type of person. Do I think it's real? Oh, it's, mm. an, it's an opinion. You can have an opinion. My opinion is uh, that there was something black and big, and someone I think decided, this is a yes or no answer. Oh, no, no, no. It's not yes or no. you got to say how I believe. So I think that... No, I didn't ask you how. I said, do you? Do I believe that there's a 10-foot uh, creature with that has blood red eyes with blood that may or may not be a bad omen? That uh, did crazy things to people. I, From my standpoint, I don't have any family. I have no backing. I heard the story once. I, I don't. I but still think it's a yes or no answer. No. Okay. But That's I do all I believe, wanted to know. I do Wait, believe. Wait, Robbie. This came Robbie. from the Amer- Native Americans. Does no mean no? we revived it in the 60s. <laughs> Does no mean no. <laughs> My God. You remind me of a date I had one time. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, you want to make out? Hey, <laughs> this <laughs> isn't Tuesday <laughs> night at, Ruby at, at, the, at Jimmy's <laughs> house, all right? <laughs> all right. Jimmy, do you think the Mothman is real? Absolutely. And then apparently, why? Because we have to ask that question. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what? How is it undoubtable, Jimmy? How do you not have a doubt? When, when you look back hundreds of years, and this is on the sides of caves, and people have seen it. Um, do you really believe for one instant that we are the only people in the universe? Seriously? I mean, we are not the only people in this universe. Now, to answer the question with you, I also believe the Mothman is real. Because just like you say, with all the stars you see, those are all their own planets, galaxies, and so on and so forth. But there's no possible way we can be the only people in this entire universe. You know, look back to the Roswell incident and... All of a sudden, <laughs> gang signs now. The Bob Lazar gang sign. Gang signs. No, this is fucking Spock uh, shit. Spock. Yeah. yeah, the Spock gang sign. Yeah. Duh. This is what it is. Yeah. Spock, bitch. <laughs> so you, God, you guys. This is like trying to hurt a fucking bunch, bunch of, of cats. cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn it! Get in there. We'll quit pressing the back button on the rear end. There's yeah. no cheat codes. Go. But, you know, just for an instant, look at Roswell. And then all of a sudden, a few years later, now we have jet engines. And now we have uh, rockets that we can shoot to the moon because they reverse engineered the stuff that they found out in the fucking desert. Knuckle shit. And when we were in... Knuckle shit him. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, oh, that's right. It's, it's Rob. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at me okay. and say knuckle hey. shit because I'm agreeing with you on Two this. Two knuckles, gentlemen. Two so, knuckles. you know, we've talked about Area... Make fi- a fist. We've talked about Area 51. So I was in Las Vegas two years ago, and as we go on a tour to the Hoover Dam, we drive by this airport, and the bus driver says, hey, everybody, look over to the left of us and, and look at that airplane. What do you notice about this airplane that is different than any other airplane you've seen? And we're all like, I don't know. It doesn't have any numbers on it, not one number on it. And that's the airplane they take over to Area 51 every day for work. And if you check it out, National Geographic just had a special about it. They showed this airplane leaving the Las Vegas airport. Every day, these people fly into work into Area 51, where supposedly there's aliens and all kinds of other crazy crap. And it's so top secret, even the airplane that flies over there doesn't have a freaking tail number. And, I, and, and well, to physically see that... in case it crashes, you can identify it. So, of course. Well, does not have a tail number. Right. So you can't identify right. it. Yes, like I just said. Like the black helicopters. Like the black helicopters. Yes. Yes. Like I'm telling you, in case it crashes, you it didn't can't happen. identify See, it, it. Robbie right. just got us all riled up. Hold on. Rob, Jimmy, Jimmy believes in the Mothman. That's what he's saying. And I now hope he sucks numbers. the venom out of your pee-pee tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dabby, I think this is a pretty straightforward question to you, but you believe in the Mothman. I do not believe in the Mothman. Oh! Oh! Oh, 
here I thought that was a softball pitch. The voice of reason. Oh my god. The gosh. voice of reason. Okay, explain. You have not grown up in this area. I have not. You are 100% right. The tales, the folklore, the stuff that comes out of this area is, is hard to believe. Is it meth? <laughs> meth. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that would be heroin. Oh, oh heroin. Got it. Yes. Got it. Got it. Totally. Got it. And uh, let me know if you got any. All right. <laughs> fresh out. <laughs> As of this morning, fresh out. Coke it out. <laughs> See, I'm just glad that Dabby is a voice of reason because, you know, think about it. Coca-Cola invented Santa Claus. Come on now. They pulled over right, the old story. All right, back to the task at hand here. Dabby, explain I'll why. I'll slide down your fucking chimney. <laughs> Dabby, explain why. <laughs> We're getting too far. Yeah, so growing up in the area, talking to everyone, you know, about the Mothman, the accounts do not match up the way that they should, in my opinion. Um, everybody has a different viewpoint on that. And I think there's two ways to take that. You take that as there is no Mothman, the Mothman is made up. Or as I would believe that the idea of the Mothman is 100% real. When you're talking, if there is a bird that flies around with red eyes... Um, that's seven foot tall. You think, no, do you I don't th- believe that. I just thought about case. this. Do you think that this seven foot tall bird like creature just could be another uh, point to that chemical waste in the water and it just kind of morphed it into a seven foot tall creature? Well, we've talked about like this. A, like what a, do you like believe? A crow? I just told okay, you. But- I just told you. I believe with him, with Jimmy, that there is a Mothman because there's no way we are the only beings in this entire universe. Here, here's another thought. Here's another theory. Think about it for a second. So the Tooth Fairy has got nothing to do in West Virginia because nobody's got teeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe I'm, the I'm to- following. I can buy that. Maybe, maybe the Tooth Fairy right. is on crack and heroin <laughs> and just flying around all fucked up, going. And now what's stealing lives now? <laughs> so- all right. <laughs> I well, love, that, no. I love you, right. Dabby. You got a All beautiful right. set of teeth. We so are 50 50. At the end of the day, as Rob said, at the end of the day, we cannot come to a definitive answer that the Mothman exists or not. So, unfortunately, we can't say yes or no. You got to leave, uh, leave this up to you leave to believe. Info. Tell us what you think after hearing this if the Mothman is real or if it's not real and explain why. Other than that, I have nothing else. Dabby, do you have anything else? I have nothing else except for, uh, you know. I hear Maryland in the background, and, and it's just so distracting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Okay, Jimmy, do you have anything else that matters? That matters. Everything I say matters. <laughs> you know, I, I think the Tooth Fairy, unemployed. It's, unemployed. it's COVID 2020, doing heroin, flying around, fucking things up. Stealing lives for, for <laughs> yeah. money, for teeth. I don't know. Dab, the next time you're in the Point Pleasant restaurant, bring that up. Yeah, and, I want some coffee. People... I want some coffee. Send me yeah. some coffee. You and your dad go in there and have some coffee and talk really loud about that and see what they say. About the Tooth Fairy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, so Yo. everyone can listen. All right. Yeah, I really don't want them throwing their dentures at me. <laughs> <laughs> dentures. <laughs> All right. Rob's, do you have anything of importance? I, I, I don't, other than... Uh... If you, you have Mothman sightings and pictures, email Please the show. send them to us because we can do an update. The email and contact information is in the show It'll notes. It'll be below. We need to see your proof. And uh, please, if there's nudes, uh, we, we, we don't. We really don't want them. Yeah, we, we want Mothman pictures. We've been sent a lot of nudes so far. Yeah, and we want, uh, not, only what, second, not what we were in Second episode, we've already got a lot of nudes. I want Mothman pictures. That's it. <laughs> As always, keep everything deep fried.
And that's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so.